Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. everyone this is Cynthia Smalls with Bad to God Ministries how is everyone doing today I pray that all is well in your lives that you are walking by faith and not by sight you're not giving up on the Lord Jesus Christ we are going to stand firm until the end until he returns he will come back to find his bride waiting for him spotless wrinkle free amen Amen. Okay, I want to talk about the danger of false teachers. Now, the Apostle Peter, he spoke about this in his second letter in chapter 2, where he begins, But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who brought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Verse 2, many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. And because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get a hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago, and their destruction will not be delayed. Verse 4, For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell and gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. Verse 5. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Verse 6. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. Verse 7. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. Verse 9. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. Verse 10. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. These people are proud and arrogant. 
daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling. Verse 11, but the angels who are far greater in power and strength do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against those supernatural beings. These fake, I'm sorry, these false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Verse 13, their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. Amen. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception, even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals. Verse 14, they commit adultery with their eyes, and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin, and they are well trained in greed. They live under God's curse. Verse 15. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. Verse 16. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. These people are as useless as dried up springs or as mist blown away by the wind. They are doomed to blackest darkness. Verse 18, they brag, they brag about themselves with empty, foolish boasting, with an appeal to twisted sexual desires. They lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle of deception. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 19, they promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption, for you are a slave to whatever controls you. Verse 20, and when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. Verse 21, it would be better if they had never known the way to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command that were given to live a holy life. Verse 22, and in closing, they prove the truth of this proverb. A dog returns to its vomit. And another says, a washed pig returns to the mud. So you see, corruption is real in the church. False teachers, false preachers, false ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They twist these scriptures. They create these false doctrines of devils. And the bottom line to all of this is money and the greed of it all. They come up with all kinds of twisted doctrines to separate us from our money, especially with that false doctrine of tithing. Tithing was never about money. That so-called window of, of heaven 
that God going to pour you out a blessing. He was not even talking to the Israelites. He was talking to the priests. That is that is part of the law because uh, Paul talks about that if we keep any parts of the law, we are under a curse. And these false teachers, these false prosperity preachers, they claim, because I used to sit up under one of the main wolf and sheep clothing, they say that we are under a curse if we don't tie. Little did we know, because truth be told, we did not study the word for ourselves, okay? Let's be honest. And we took them at their word. They was actually putting us up under a curse because the Bible talks about that curse is every man that hangs on a tree. So the Lord Jesus Christ, he took the curse for not following the law, which he fulfilled it with excellency. He took our penalty of the, of the curse upon himself so that we don't have to face God's wrath, so that our sins can be forgiven, and so that we don't have to go to hell. But these false teachers, they teach these tickling ear messages all so that they can get to your money. They are not going to preach on sin. They are not going to teach on repentance. Why? Because they don't want to prick you in any kind of way that will stop you from coming into their churches. Because like I said, and like the word of God says, these, these men and women are of corrupt and depraved minds. They are steeped in sin. They have strong sexual desires, twisted sexual desires. And they are standing in God's pulpit, preaching falsely, lying on God, saying that God is going to get you, that if you don't bring that money in, and if you don't come to church every Sunday, that is a lie. So, my beloved, it will behoove all of us to study the word ourselves, to show ourselves approved. Peter made it a point to highlight that, especially in these last days, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to let us know that these false prophets, these false teachers, pastors, these wolves in sheep clothing, they are going to make their way into the body of Christ. Why? To pull you away from God. Because see this is all Satan's ploy. To pull us away from the love of God. And to get us back onto that broad way. On, on our way back to hell. I ain't doing it. I know you all ain't doing that. And with that I say study Second Peter chapter 2. It will do us all well to always be reminded of this truth. Amen. Amen. Lord willing, until next time, I'll speak to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you 
guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye.